I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ang goal ko is to really produce more people who knows how to produce good, consistent, quality coffee that would provide good income for the producers na magiging fair. So, hindi lang sa producers, also for the entrepreneur, also tamang presyo for the end user. Today, we'll speak with social entrepreneurs. They are social innovators and problem solvers with a sharp eye for business and a heart for community building. Unlike other regular businesses, social enterprises or SEs not just exist for profits, but for social goals. However, due to the pandemic, many were forced to shut down or suspend their operations, and SEs were one of the most affected since they needed to take care of their enterprise and their people and communities. What challenges did the pandemic bring, and how did they adapt to these situations? Ito po ang Dream Bayan a podcast that reimagines the Philippines. We imagine a better Philippines. Ako po si Nico Bolante. This podcast is brought to you by BPI in partnership with Puma Podcast. Our friends from BPI have also been rallying social entrepreneurs through tough times. Thanks to BPI Foundation's Inag program, our guests in this episode get financial and mentoring support so they can scale their mission-driven businesses and grow their impact. Doing well by doing good. Let's hear from one of them. Hello, my name is Joji Pantoja. I'm the founder and the CEO of Coffee for Peace. Welcome to the show, Joji. How did you start your social enterprise? We started Coffee for Peace with the aim na gamitin ng kape as a vehicle for reconciliation of conflict. So, kung merong mga nag-aaway dyan na magkasintahan, nag-aaway na mag-ama at mag-ina, magkapi muna tayo kasi baka pwedeng pag-usapan yan sa makaping usapan. We learned that back in 2006 in Davao City, you literally did that. You invited migrant and Bangsamoro farming communities who were fighting over rice fields to have coffee and settle their differences. And the mediation worked. The social enterprise was able to prevent bloodshed. Coffee for Peace began to invite surrounding communities and they started to create income-generating activities including planting and brewing coffee. You've gotten the indigenous people involved too. 15 years later, Coffee for Peace is still going strong. What do the operations look like today, Joji? We sell green beans for roasters or coffee enthusiasts. We sell roasted coffee, whole beans or ground. We also do toll roasting for people who have their own coffee but does not have roasting machine. We also are 
an enabler. So we train coffee farmers, we train communities on social entrepreneurship, on coffee business. Now, these farmers, hindi lang sila coffee farmers. Kasi if you just have coffee as your prime source of income, kulang. Kasi once a year lang yung coffee na mumunga. So we really integrate it with other fruits and vegetables na po pwedeng pagkakitaan nila or root crops. Where exactly is your farm? Our farm, our processing area, is near the foot of Mount Apo, which is two and a half hours drive from here, Davao City, to there. So we are working around Mount Apo. So we have the Bagobo tribe in this area, and then we have the Obomanoba tribe on the other part of Mount Apo. So what was it like before the community quarantine started? So may mga client kaming traders then, may clients kami na may coffee shop at may mga individual clients kami at meron din kaming client na B2B na sa office nila, yun ang iniinom nilang kape. Of course, nung nagsarado at work from home, edi wala nang bumibili na B2B na ano na nagwo-work sa office para magkaroon ng kape. So yung mga yon naging uh, home client or individual clients namin. But I know na before the pandemic began, there were already some difficult times, di ba? It was in October. We were in Kidapawan and serving the community of Obumanobo. And there was an earthquake and landslide. So we have to see and check our communities there. So when we came back home, we had visitors in January from Canada that are buying our coffee. So, chinek nila yung mga communities namin. When the guest was still here, nag-erupt yung volcano ng Taal. So, another shocking news yon for them. Pero nakalabas naman sila. Pero pagkalabas na pagkalabas nila, COVID naman. March, nagsara kami sa aming coffee shop. Dalawa kasi yung coffee shop namin. So, I asked the staff to just report here kasi... Doon sa other coffee shop namin, may COVID patient, apat. Wow, that's a lot of changes over just a few months. And that's even before the lockdown started. So ang first concern during that was to protect our workers sa kanilang health. And to support our workers na meron silang makakain sa pang-araw-araw nila for the family. So, they had a choice. They could continue reporting for work or they could take a time off. We decided na, sige, mag-time off muna kayo pero susweldo kayo because we have applied for subsidy tsaka meron kaming konting ipon dito. Nung nag-lockdown na, the first concern na may kita mo nakapost sa Facebook, mga vegetables na nabubulok, right? Na hindi ma-move kasi coming from the mountain to the urban cities, malayo. And with this, we have produced a new concept of social enterprise, which we call Produce Peace Plus. So we can travel to get vegetable, sell it dito. Tapos yung iba, ginawa namin is yung income, binili namin ng ibang mga delata, bigas, sinamahan ng gulay to distribute naman dun sa mga taong cannot afford to buy. 
mga 100 to 200 families. Then including the farmers, aabot siya ng mga 400 families. Ang galing! Instead of letting things go to waste, ang dami pang nakinabang. So, aside from creating a second social enterprise, what other positive developments came out of the pandemic? How have your employees adapted to the new normal? I encourage them to sell online, to create their own posts sa kanilang social, sariling social media, and to create their own client. So, I give them yung commission for selling coffee. One of my staff learned how to uh, make kuchinta. So, misa mag-post siya, kuchinta and coffee. So, sabi ko, uy, parang naging ano, avenue to create new entrepreneurs dito sa COVID na ito. Nice! My ripple effect. And I know that business has picked up a little since the pandemic began. I admire how you kept your business afloat while continuing to serve your communities. It has been great to hear of your story so far, Joji. We'll get back to you in a bit. For now, let's go to our second social entrepreneur. From Davao City, pumunta naman tayo sa Gubat Municipality in Sorsogon. Ako po si Noli John Mercader, operations head po at co-founder ng Lola Sayong Eco Surf Camp. Hi Noli, for our listeners who love to surf, eat local cuisine, and support people in the community, Lola Sayong Eco Surf Camp is for you. Noli, what were the operations of Lola Sayong like before COVID-19? Before pandemic, yung Lola Sayong purely talaga on tourism lang, to surfing, sa mga side trips. Alos mga uh, 65% ng gross ng Lola Sayong nanggagaling naman sa restaurant. Yung kumikita talaga yung restaurant. Kaya nga po, nagkaroon kami ng pagkakataong makapag-branch out ng Ligaspi. At ilang mga employees ang meron kayo? Yung mga sa Lola Sayong talaga, sila yung mga mga surf instructor, yung mga nagluluto sa restaurant, yung sa housekeeping, tsaka yung sa ecological aid na tinatawag namin, uh, bali na sa 46 yun. So ito yung napansin kong kakaiba dun sa social enterprise nyo. Paano naging surf farm ang dating surf camp? Mga 80% yung drop sa sales namin eh. Nung pumasok yung pandemic, talagang nawala. Uh, bale, balik sa ano, simula ulit. Kaya naisip namin yung i-convert yung Lola Sayong sa surf farm. So bali yung mga surfer naging surf farmers na din. <laughs> Hindi lang surfboard na yung hawak nila, kundi po. Uh, may mga livestock, may mga kambing, baboy. Wow! Sobrang inspiring how you were able to make the best out of a bad situation. May mga beneficiaries din kayo, di ba? Sila yung may mga tinda, yung may mga iniiwang paninda dito sa Lola Sayong. May mga kinoconsign na mga gawa nila, mga parang suman or mga luto or mga souvenirs. In total, mga nasa 72 lahat. Anong klaseng support yung binibigay nyo dun sa mga hindi employees o vendors? Uh, yung ed- educational assistance na mga binibigay namin. Alimbawa, minsan yung baon, tapos yung mga proyekto na hindi nila kayang bilhin, tapos sa mga feeding program. Yung iba naman yung may no school, no surf policy kami. 
yung mga batang uh, hindi pumapasok ay hindi namin inaalaw mag-surf. Ang nangyari kasi noon, bali, may mga out of school youth, uh, bali, parang hinimok namin mag-surf. Tapos nung medyo na adik na sila sa surfing, ang ginawa namin, pag hindi ka bumalik pagklase mo, hindi ka na makakapag-surf. Ang iba nakapagtapos, ang iba dito na po nagtatrabaho. Ang gandang incentive. Salamat, Nolly. Now, speaking of school, we'll take a short break from our conversation with these social entrepreneurs who are able to uplift their community's lives despite the pandemic. And we'll talk to a student who's dreaming about building a better life for his family. I'm Joseph Zeron Singo, uh, taking Bachelor of Science in Information Technology in University of Perpetual Health System Delta in Las Piñas. Great to have you here, Joseph. We heard that you're a BPI Foundation Pagpupugay Scholar. The Pagpupugay Scholarship Program recognizes the heroic efforts of our medical frontliners in the fight against COVID-19. By supporting the next of kin of the medical frontliners who passed away or contracted COVID-19 in the line of duty. Pwede ba naming malaman, Joseph, kung sino yon? Frontliner yung mom ko. Umuwi lang siya every weekend. Uh, every week siya nandun sa Manila Health Department, I think. Nakabase sila sa may Santa Ana Hospital. Parang sila yung nagsaswab test sa mga patient. Tapos yun nga, every weekend ko lang nakakasama mom ko. Yung mga plans namin, natuloy, I think I speak for everyone when I say that the whole country is forever grateful for your mom's work. Not just during the pandemic, but for her dedication to her work. At the same time, I'm so sorry for your loss and your family's loss. Anong mga sinasabi ng nanay mo na hindi mo makakalimutan? Lagi kong naalala yung sinasabi sa akin ng mom ko. Na when she's still alive, na I must strive and study hard kasi yun naman sinasabi sa atin lahat ng mga nanay na para sa atin to tsaka sa better future ng sarili ko tsaka sa future family ko. Tapos everyday, lagi yung nagiging meaningful sa akin. Tapos understanding her words of wisdom and applying it to my life every single day I wake up. Uh, siya rin yung lesson kaya nag-work ako last 2018 ng call center agent. Tapos after nun, Doon ko lalo na-realize na experiences in studying and working is undeniably a single person's treasure. What a beautiful way to honor her memory. You value both work and your studies. Bakit mo pinili ang software development? Uh, actually, nung bata pa ako, actually, until lang mahilig talaga ako sa games. But uh, nung naging college student na ako, doon ko na-realize na information technology is not always about games. I pursue software development kasi I, I want to help people to make their life easier. Sa ngayon, I don't have a specific dream project. But soon, uh, gusto ko matulong sa mga tao in terms of their security. Kasi uh, nowadays, madami nang sa scam, nananakawan through online. Kawawa naman kasi yung mga naagrabyado ng tao na pinaghihirapan nila yung pera nila tapos ganun lang mangyayari sa pinaghihirapan nila. That's so cool. To go from your interest in gaming to studying to protect people online. Ilang taon pa bago ka graduate? Siguro one year pa po. Good luck, Joseph! We can't wait to see your graduation photos in 2022. 
Now, back to our social entrepreneurs, Joji and Nolly. Kinamusta ko si Nolly recently. How is the farm and what are their plans for the next year? He said over text, the farm is okay. And harvesting na sila, especially sa chickens and hogs. Tuloy din yung dispersal system ng livestock at namimigay sila ng seedlings. The seedlings are for the farm staff para pwede rin sila magtanim sa bakura nila. And more exciting news. They're going to start a chicken food cart and community harvest store in their municipality. Starting this June, local farmers can send their harvest to the store to sell along with the produce and goods from the farm. If you're in Gubat or Sorsogon City, make sure to check them out. Now let's go to Joji. What's shaping the future of coffee for peace? At least we could say, here in Mount Apo, in Bukidnon, and in Sarangani, nakita namin na talagang umasenso yung mga farmers. So may mga farmers na kami nakapag-abroad na ipromote yung coffee sa ibang bansa. At sikat na sikat na sila. Yung isa nga ang tawag na sa kanya, coffee queen. <laughs> Kasi may queen na, may, may rising princess, kung sino man yung gusto pang mag-rise up dyan. <laughs> ang goal ko is to really produce more people who knows how to produce good, consistent, quality coffee that would provide good income for the producers. Na magiging fair. So hindi lang sa producers, also for the entrepreneur, also tamang presyo for the end user. And is it true that you're investing in the next generation of coffee leaders? Two of my young entrepreneurs or young um, mentees, sila yung sinan ko sa BPI Sinag to be exposed on how to see things. So ngayon, sila yung aking strongest partner. So right now, one of that um, person na nag-attend ng BPIC nag-training is in the States kasi pinamasters namin siya on peace. So alam na niya yung coffee, alam niya na yung business. Sabi ko, mag-master ka naman on peace kasi the main focus of Coffee for Peace is the peace. Just this January, we started forming new community na farming communities kasi nga uh, yung aming first na na-train Masyado na silang naging sikat. They are called the Bakofa Group. So, uh, they have 78 uh, farming families and they can run their coffee business independently. So, the goal for this year ng Coffee for Peace is to multiply more coffee farming mentors. So, altogether, we have 70 farmers that we will be training for this year. Wow, talk about a legacy. Our country definitely needs more young leaders who know how to manage businesses and consider their contribution to society as well. Thank you for your time, Joji. Thank you. Bye-bye. We've just heard about the unique challenges of social enterprises. It means maintaining profits and taking care of your employees and the world around you. Businesses like Coffee for Peace and Lola Sayong Eco Surf Farm rose to the challenge of making sure that everyone, their employees, beneficiaries, and customers have their essential needs to survive the pandemic. They also adapted to the new normal by creating different businesses and new ways for people to reach them. 
Moving forward, their spirit of innovation will create a positive legacy in their communities. Dahil sa makabagong bayanihan, ang king kasipagan, at hangaring tumulong, we are able to dream and work towards a better bayan. And that was another episode of Dream Bayan. This podcast was brought to you by BPI, powered by Puma Podcast. Thank you for listening. To get more stories like this, subscribe to Dream Bayan on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow BPI on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.